it's on like a yasquan. Mary gets it. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the show. I'm very happy to be sitting here with you today. How are you? Hope you're doing great. It's Mary Gets It with your host, Mary Pasco. With me, as always, is Bruce Lee the Chunk. She's just sleeping behind me. I woke her up just to say hi to you. <laughs> it's okay. She doesn't mind. She just falls right back to sleep. It's all good in the hood, you guys. So, let's talk today about when fans get creepy. <laughs> and I'm, I'm using the term fan loosely because, some okay, I know it's a big turnoff when someone who's not like crazy super famous says they have fans and... Believe me, I know, because I cringe a little bit when I hear that, too. But I am very grateful to say that I do have fans, and I love my fans, and I sound like such a, a, a butt saying that, but it's true. Now, there are some creeps out there, like a lot of creeps. You're not a creep, but <laughs> there are a lot of creeps out there. And the... Okay. When I, when I first broke off, when the Raging Peanuts ended and Corey moved away, I was still doing our very raunchy comedy songs just by myself. And I was writing new ones in that same vein. Because honestly, let's just say, okay, I, okay, I took a class with Greg Wilson. Hi, Greg. You're amazing. Love you about stand-up I took a couple of his classes and he was saying something that it, it's always stuck with me it was like you know if if you are into gross humor or like raunchy humor if that's you then you can that's you know that's who you are just be it and the thing is a everyone knows that you can't get to such a super duper high level with raunchy content in general in anything it, it has a niche uh appeal and some comedians do extremely well with the raunchy comedy but there, it, it only takes you so far because it cannot have that huge huge mainstream appeal if it's super raunchy there's a, a like a line and if you want to be on TV, if you want to be on The Tonight Show, you, you got to tone it down. And then also, obviously, it's, it's easier to do raunchy comedy. It gets a quick, easy laugh, let's be honest. It's, it's just easier in a, in a club setting, in a bar, to get people to laugh if you're singing about gross stuff or joking about gross stuff or... Uh, doing a gross sketch <laughs> on stage, people are going to be like, ha ha, that's gross, that's hilarious. Not everybody. Oh my gosh, sometimes I'll be up there, I'll be up there like singing my heart out about something disgusting <laughs> and I'll, I'll notice like, it's usually like an older lady and she'll be kind of looking at me with like a stank face. 
<laughs> and and in my head I'm like oh my gosh this lady hates me this lady's thinking I'm disgusting and I should be ashamed and what would my mom think hi mom I love you <laughs> and then inevitably when I get off stage she'll come up to me and be like that was really great I really enjoyed that you were hilarious and I'm like wait what <laughs> It was all in my head, you know, that she was thinking these things about me. And that's Mary for you, because sometimes I overreact. Most of the time, <laughs> I overreact. <sighs> but anyway, the my goal in the past few years has been to do less raunchy and more mainstream comedy and that's why I wrote hospital selfie because it's not gross and I can sing it you know in front of uh, a child and it's fine oh my gosh I did a comedy show once at a, a hot dog restaurant <laughs> and there were children around and I literally like at that time I could really only sing the song about wanting Taco Bell to deliver because all the other songs were were not suitable for children. <laughs> and I love kids. I used to work as a camp counselor and I you know whenever I'm waiting on children like I I always enjoy it. They're they're so cute. And so it would be great if I can have a, a younger audience. So and I want to be a good role model. <laughs> so anyway, I'm trying really hard to get away from the raunchy stuff. But I still do it sometimes. Um, like at, at bar shows, you know, where it's appropriate. <laughs> but when I first started singing the songs solo after Corey had left, I would get really creepy dudes coming up to me I'm there alone you know like I don't have a security guard or anything like that they would come up and say the most disgusting things to me and th it's like they thought that they could say these things because of my gross jokes on stage but it's not okay it, it was disgusting and thank goodness for Kellyanne, the bartender at Universal Bar and Grill. I love you, Kellyanne. I love you so much. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Oh, I love her. I love her so much. And she she is so attentive. Even when she's really busy, like she will notice immediately if a creepo is on a girl and she'll like come up and she just she has this really cool attitude, like sassy. She's always like, sucka. <laughs> she calls everyone sucka. Uh, but like in like a fun, cute way. And she gives out candy. Oh my gosh, she's the best bartender ever for sure. And so when she comes up to like intercept the grossness, she does it in just like a fun, cute way. Like she'll just come up to the dude and be like, hey, honey, you f did you want another drink? You forgot your drink over there. Like, yeah is this your wallet or like just you know anything to just kind of give me an out <laughs> to and she does it I'm sure for everybody it's uh just who she is you know she's she is there for us like it's it's so nice and I try to be the same way if I notice that someone anyone regardless of gender or whatever 
if someone seems like they need help, like getting out of a conversation, I will try really hard to come up with a, a, a non-threatening way to do so. So I've definitely noticed less when I don't do as raunchy of material, but it happens regardless of what I do. I just saw a YouTube comment on like a yoga video that I posted a long time ago saying something like, please upload more pictures of close-ups of your feet. <laughs> I was like, okay. Do you Google yourself? I Google myself all the time because I have to make sure I know like what's out there I have to keep an eye on it because I know that casting directors and whatnot look at that and one time I found that I'm on some website called wiki feet <laughs> and it's just pictures of the feet of entertainers and such and uh that's okay I mean um hey Anyone can be into whatever they want. I'm not here to judge. I thought it was hilarious, actually. And it's still there. You know, I didn't, like, try to change anything. I was just like, okay, so I'm on this website. <laughs> whatever. But I, oh, I don't, okay, I don't like when, here we go. Let's get real. I don't like it when people send me direct messages on Facebook or wherever, Instagram. I hardly ever check the ones on Twitter, let's be honest. Twitter DMs are like almost all spam. But I, I get the most, and I know this is true for so many people. This is not just me <laughs> like the other day you know I try I try really hard to I'll friend people back or like accept their friendship follow people back because I I like to make connections and sometimes that backfires <laughs> this guy I I just I think that I don't know we had just a few I might have only said one sentence like I think he said like hey how are you or like what are you up to or something and I was just like hey I'm getting ready to record an episode of Mary Gets It I hope you have a great day and then like he sent me a couple more messages and one of them was like do you like sex like what excuse me who are you and what this is like you're basically your opener. I mean, like we've li literally said just a few. I've only think I I'm 99.9% positive. I only sent one thing that said, like, I'm about to record Mary gets it. And he came back with, do you like sex? Like, oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> OK, first of all, no, I blocked him. I did not reply. I don't ever need to talk to that person ever again. That's just weird, gross, and uncalled for. And number two, 
like what a dumb question like are there people let me get real are there people who don't like sex i mean maybe there are okay yes there are i i've just answered that question <laughs> i know that there are but i don't know that's kind of like saying like do you like movies <laughs> do you like music like um most people do like that's a such a stupid question <laughs> ew i just realized i accidentally answered that question so hey dude if you're watching or listening there's your answer but i blocked you so you can't well here's the thing about blocking we're on so many different social media uh sites that they can find you or they can just create a different account like what does blocking really do not that much P.S. Uh, by the way, Power 106, the the hip hop radio station, the the station that I usually listen to, blocked me on Twitter a few years ago, and I literally have no idea why. Like, I love Power 106. I listen all the time, like almost daily, and I have no idea why they blocked me. But I guess we beefing. I don't know. <laughs> it's super weird. Like. I can't imagine what I said to Power 106 to make them block me. That's so weird. I probably, I don't know, joked about something or I don't know. I really don't know. I guess I should go through my Twitter and try to find out. Actually, I've been thinking about it lately uh, with, you know, since so many people get in trouble for their old tweets, I think I should probably take a day or a whole weekend and go through all my tweets and and as they say scrub the tweets like because i have i've definitely said a lot of like really stupid jokes that could be taken wrong oh <sighs> that's the thing with comedy it's like especially when you're first getting into stand-up you're just really just trying to figure out how to get a laugh how can i make these people laugh and as soon as you start getting laughs, you're like, oh, this this gets laughs. This feels so great. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I'm going to do more of this. And some of that stuff is um, a little bit much. <laughs> but if you're getting the laughs, it's so addictive. And obviously, I, I my goal is to make enough money doing comedy, music, videos, acting, podcasting, things like that in order to not have to do any other like quote unquote day jobs. And if I'm starting to get a lot of laughs, I, I'm gonna be like, oh, this is my ticket. This is how I'm gonna do it. This is how I'm gonna make my dreams come true. And so I'm sure on my Twitter, there's a lot of really nasty jokes that I should go back and delete <laughs> because I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> I don't want to get kicked off a movie or whatever. So, well, we'll see. You know, it's like, it's tough out there for a content creator. <laughs> I've been looking up a lot of YouTube, um, like, tutorials, videos on, like, how to make a better thumbnail, how to grab someone's attention, 
Ooh, I found this really cool one that said within the first 15 seconds, you have to grab their attention. And as you know, I generally open my Mary Gets It uh, videos with just like my uh, Mary Gets It logo and then I just go right into it. But this is a great idea to just do like a, a few little snippets from that particular show that's like coming up on, on this episode of Mary Gets It. Like that is a great idea. And yes, it takes, it's going to definitely take extra time and time is very valuable, but it's, I, you know, it's going to make a big difference. And so I'm going to do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Today I went through a bunch of my YouTube videos and I added one of those, like, you know, how at the end of a lot of videos, things pop up that's like subscribe here or like watch this video or watch this video. And it's actually extremely easy to do it. YouTube is so cool. Like they have a really nice editing studio that you can just go into and you can do like apparently like all your editing on YouTube. So I'm going to definitely play with that a lot, a lot more. Like I love editing. I first learned how to edit at Wellesley College and Wellesley College <laughs> at Wellesley. Oh my gosh. This is going to make me sound old. <laughs> I'm 36. I don't lie about my age. I'm 36. And when I was at Wellesley, there were a couple, there were, there were two different ways of editing that you would learn in different classes. And one of them, I know that some of you are going to be like, what are you even talking about? Like, you're so old. <laughs> We would record on VHS tapes and then edit that way from the VHS tape to a new VHS tape. And it's serious. Like, you have to go in order. It, I can't even, like, describe it to you. And so when there was another class that taught nonlinear editing, and me and my friend Lauren were like, Oh, non-linear editing. Ah, oh, like Homer Simpson over it, you know, <laughs> like, oh. which is the, the type of editing that we all do now, uh, like the Windows Movie Maker. Um, it's just, you can jump around, move something from the end to the beginning. You couldn't do that back in my day. <laughs> but thankfully, I learned both when I was over at Wellesley. And... So I, I got that knowledge. Mm -hmm. And nowadays, any like five-year-old can edit. And that's great. And I love it. And it's super cool to see the things that everyone comes up with. My, my friend Gigi, she's Ryan's cousin. Gigi is a teenager, but she's a better editor than like most of the people I know. <laughs> like... And I am actually like I'm one of my friends is is a like a real editor, you know, like he edits TV shows. Oh, my gosh. That, that's Tony. Hi, Tony. I love you. Tony Santiago. Now he is freaking amazing, like beyond belief, of course, like it's his job. One time he 
he hired me to come and be his assistant. And so I got to like go through a bunch of footage of a cake making reality show. Ah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just got way too excited. I mean, like, that's the dream job. You get get paid to sit in an editing bay with oodles and oodles of footage of of a reality show about making cakes. That was so cool. I had so much fun. Thank you again, Tony, for hiring me for that. I never, I don't think that show ever actually went because I don't think I ever saw it. I mean, it could have. I, I should ask Tony about it again, but like he does so many different shows that he probably doesn't even know. <laughs> like, it's like me with um, doing like background work. Honestly, I have done. So I've worked on so many different shows that I probably don't remember the names of about half of them. And I'm not trying to brag like I I, sh I should remember. I'm kind of like saying that, like, I need to uh, write these down or something. But like. It's it's a blessing. It's really a blessing. <laughs> I love doing background work, actually. There are a lot of people out there. I guess it's really an L.A. thing, because if you don't live in L.A., you're just like, oh, well, they're on a TV show. That's so cool. But if you live in L.A., people talk bad about background acting like they think of it as like the lowest of the low, which no, it's not like for me, anything having to do with working in TV and movies is so cool. Like even, you know, the person who is like the lowest on on the crew or whatever like the person who gets goes and do, does the starbucks run or whatever that's still a freaking cool job to me i am just really into tv and movies and i always have always have been always will be that's my thing i'm the tv girl remember <laughs> but anyway in i i've even read because I read all the books and articles about like how to be an actress or whatever. And so many of them say, I rem I will never forget. It's burned into my brain, a book, an actual book that I bought from freaking Barnes and Noble. It said like, don't do too many background jobs because then the industry will look at you as a background actor and they won't, want you for like uh the main roles or supporting cast and i'm like is that even a thing or is that just something that whoever wrote that book just thought oh which reminds me i really feel like so many of the people who give advice on these things don't really know what they're talking about so if you are someone who wants to be an actor or a singer or whatever and you're reading these articles and books you have to take it with a grain of salt you have to remember that maybe they don't know what they're talking about because i we're all just guessing out here you know we're all just going by like what we see and what we think maybe might be the truth but I have been to so many different seminars over at SAG-AFTRA and I've, like I said, I've read like everything on the subject. 
and there are contradictions left and right. So I am not going to ever let anyone deter me from doing background acting. If I want to do it, that's what I'm going to do. And I love doing it and I want to do it more. So I actually have a plan in place to make that happen. And uh, I will keep you posted on that. I, there are these things called uh, call. It's either called call in or calling service. <laughs> I see it both ways um, on different websites and such. But basically what you do is you you pay someone to get you background jobs, which may sound like a scam because um, that's like the number one rule. Like don't don't pay to get work. That's what people say. But I have met a lot of people on set at different TV shows who use them and they get them work. And so it's time, you know, I mean, like I said, I'm 36. Like it's <laughs> I, I really, really thought that I would be already making it in acting by now. I've been acting like my whole life. I started doing regional theater when I was in sixth grade. I really thought by now I would be acting for a living i i'm in the union i'm you know a professional actor i pay dues to be in the union but i still have to work at a restaurant to pay my bills and i if i can hire one of these services to get me enough background work in order to pay my bills then I will feel like I've made it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, whew, that was so personal. <laughs> and I feel so exposed. <laughs> but, you know, this is Mary Gets It. And as we know, Mary doesn't get a lot of things. <laughs> So on this show, I'm going to be real with you about like, if I don't get, you know, if I don't get it, we're going to talk it through. You and I, we're going to get to the bottom of it. Hey, if you know anything about these services, I would love to hear your thoughts. Please comment or uh, tweet me at Mary Pasco, M-A-R-Y-P-A-S-C-O-E, or at Mary Gets It Pod. <laughs> and... You know, this, like, it's, ah, oh, I'm going to get really sappy for a minute. But in this day and age, <laughs> when we can talk like this and hang out via the interwebs and we can all share everything that we've learned and experienced, like, it's so freaking beautiful. And we can all learn from each other. And I love that. Yay. By the way, I just showed Ryan slime videos. He's never seen them before on Instagram. I just went to hashtag slime and oh, I was like, oh, it's so satisfying. The pops, when they pop the slime, oh, it's so satisfying. And Ryan was just like laughing at me. He's like, I think it's more satisfying for you than me. <laughs> oh, we watched this documentary. Or I watched it. I don't think that Ryan was there uh, on ASMR. I think it was explained, maybe. Uh, it was on Netflix, and it was really interesting. And it 
said that some people's brains are wired more for the ASMR than others. And I definitely have that because I get the tingles over a lot of things. <laughs> so if you're with me, let me know. <laughs> oh boy, what a day. I love hanging out with you. This is so fun. <laughs> Let's improvise a song together. I'm going to be going to my improv class in, oh, pretty soon, like an hour. So let's get it poppin', poppin', poppin'. What's stopping, stopping, stopping you from chasing your dreams? Who cares what people think? It's easier when you have a drink, I know. Sometimes I miss drinking because it made me like, really like looking at myself. Is that a weird thing to admit? You know when you're drunk and you're watching a video of yourself performing and you're like, wow, I'm amazing. I don't get to feel like that anymore. But you know what, it's okay. Sometimes I still think I'm amazing. Just maybe not as much as I used to think when I would be drunk. But that's okay. I like this sober life because I feel like I can really just think more clearly. And I can learn everything there is to know about making YouTube videos. Check out my latest one, by the way. It's called, What Is It Like to Live in LA? But maybe I should make some slime videos. I guess. First, I'd have to get or make some slime. Do I have the time? Oh, slime is so goopy and the pops, man, the pops. I'm telling you. Did it sound like ASMR? <laughs> I'm gonna watch some of those videos just for fun. I wonder if they get really, really super duper creepy messages from people who, oh, you know, you know they do. to think you're mean actually this one time this dude I blocked on Facebook and he went on my Facebook page like my official like Mary Pasco page and like posted Mary Pasco is a B word <gasps> yeah um sure I can be <laughs> who can't Get over it, dude. <laughs> I'm a woman. I'm me. I don't care what you see. Now I sound like Bob Dylan. <laughs> I just want to be me and not care what people think. But I still probably gotta go scrub my Twitter. 
so I don't get kicked off a movie like poor James Gunn. Although, I mean, like, mm, those tweets uh, that he tweeted, like, they weren't really all that funny, honestly. Sorry. No, uh, but I love you anyway, James Gunn, and I would love to work with you someday. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of my tweets aren't funny either. It's okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I stepped in at that time. <laughs> I actually don't even remember what the James Gunn tweets were. I just remember being like, oh, I think they were about little boys, right? <laughs> to do, okay. If you're going to make a joke, like a, a pedophilia joke, it has to be really funny. If you're going to joke about anything like, AIDS or if you, if you want to God forbid make a rape joke I, I've i never done that I, I don't have anything in my brain that's funny about that so I'm not even like it doesn't even occur to me but if you're gonna make a joke about something offensive it has to be so funny which is why I stick to singing about hospital selfies <laughs> oh my gosh thank you so much for hanging out with me uh, if you enjoyed this, I would really appreciate if you can share it with somebody, um, mention it to a friend or post it on your social media, etc. And I will so gladly follow you back on social media as long as you don't send me creepy. <laughs> no, you can say creepy things to me, just not like nasty. Thing. You know what I'm saying? Like you can say nasty things as long as as long as I don't feel threatened. You know the difference. I don't need to school you on this. I'm just saying I don't want you to be afraid to say things to me. But ooh, definitely be afraid of those creeps out there who say things to you. Do not indulge. Just block. And that's uh, my unsolicited advice for the day. <laughs> Oops. Thank you so much for hanging with me and sleeping Bruce, sleeping Brewsty, beauty Brewsty, <laughs> spill the tea. I love you so much. Let's hang out again real soon. Mwah. Happy Halloween times, crabbles and dabbles. Bye.
as John Mayer said, close your eyes, get out of your own way, and jam. <laughs> I get it. I love you. Bye. And Bruce. Oh, she's so super sleeping. She says bye. <laughs> love you. Yes, queen. Bye. You're giving me